The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone. Welcome Set up professional audio and audio settings. Hints Close. On Press CMD Plus to open phones for Tuesday, September 12, 2023. My name is Mary Hop, and we are very happy that you joined us, those of you who are in the Zoom room and those listening on ACB Media 5, which is our community channel, and those who may be joining us via a podcast. Today, we have with us Cindy, who is our Zoom host, and Herbie, who is our streamer. So we appreciate them being here with us. And let's see, let us start out by talking about what a homophone is for people who may be joining us for the first time in the Zoom room or in the uh, on ACB Media or via podcast. So who can give me a good definition of homophone? And I was looking up homophone today and it says that it can be pronounced homophone or homophone. But since I've been pronouncing it homophone for so long, that's the one I will continue to use. So who can raise their hand and give us a good definition? Okay, Chanel. Okay, Chanel. Homophones are words that sound alike but differ in spelling and meaning, meaning to be quoted from the call description. Yay. Yes. That I read. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Recording. Thank you very much. That is perfect. All right. Can someone else raise their hand and tell us, um, give us a good example of a pair or group of words that are homophones? Mm -hmm. Okay, Miss Nora. All right. Okay. For example, pain, P-A-N-E, or pain, uh, pain, P-A-N-E, and pain, P-A-I-N. Excellent. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that's a new one, and that's great. Like a a P-A-N-E, like a window pane yep. and a pane of glass and um, and then pain like you're you're in pain or um, somebody is a pain. <laughs> right. So very good, Nora. Thank you. Thank and you. who else can give us another example of words that are homophones? Come on, everybody. You can do it. Just think of all the ones we've studied. Come on, everybody. Don't be shy. I might have to call on Cindy. Uh oh. <laughs> I wrote a whole bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> She's been writing a list oh. of them. All right. Allison. Hello, Allison. Hey, Mary. Welcome. And Cindy and everybody. Oh, thank you. Uh, what about there and there? T-H. Well, there's several there's, but T-H-E-R-E oh, yes. and T-H-E-I-R. 
Very good. Thank you. Yes, we have T-H-E-R-E, like she's over there in a place. We have T-H-E-I-R, which is possessive. Um, They lost their toys or whatever, they something that belonged to them. And then we have T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E that right. is pronounced, well, some, some people say they are, but because it's a contraction of they are, but it's basically still a homophone with the others. They're looking for their shoes. They are T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. All right. And here's another really difficult question. How do you spell homophone? Hmm? Now, Cindy, you've got to do better than that, getting these hands up in the air. Okay, I thought you asked a different question. Okay, Miss Melissa, I was checking the names. Go ahead, Melissa. Welcome, Melissa. Just joking. Good afternoon. Cindy. I was actually going to use a, another example, but you that's can. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've covered this or not, but it doesn't I was thinking, matter. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say wait, W A I T, and wait, W E I G H T. Excellent example. No, we have not covered that, but it's very good. W-A-I-T, like I am waiting for the mailman to come or W-E-I-G-H-T, such as the weight of that item is five pounds. Very good. Thank you. All right. But but I'm I'm hoping we'll cover that one. So, (laughs) well, yes, I'll put it on our list. I sure will. Awesome. All right. Okay. So we have um, Allison again. Okay. Okay. Allison. I was going to try to spell homophone. I'm not okay. really sure. That would be it's, great. Well, we'll see. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, H-O-M-O-P-H-O-N-E. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. H-O-M-O-P-H-O-N-E. Very good. You got okay. it. Thank All you. right. Okay, thank you. All right, now we have anyone who's not familiar with our call, hopefully up to speed on what we're talking about in this helpful hints on using homophones. So now let's go to our um, our police force, our homophone police, to see if anyone has found examples of missed, misused homophones. I had one, but I can't find the one I had. It's in an email somewhere, though. <laughs> but I'll, I'll well, Nora has one. Okay, Nora, what did you find this week? Well, last week I found the first quarter. Somebody wrote to me an email saying, Hi there. Oh, hi there. Uh, it's supposed to be T H. Supposed to be T H E R E. Oh. T-H-E-I-R. Hello there. No. Yeah, that's right, Nora. It's not T-H-E-I-R because that's possessive. T-H-E-R-E. That's used in hi there. Very good. Yep. Excellent. Thank you. And another word. Thank you. And another word is two. Must be. Yes. Must be T-O-O. Yeah, I see that. Do you remember how they used it? 
like what kind of sentence it was? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, that one, um, I find that some of the, the main ones that are misused are the ones there and the twos and the yeah. it's. I see that so much. It's, yeah. Oh, I remember what mine was now. I don't even have Thank to look you. it up. I remember. Thank you, Nora. Um, I uh -huh. saw I was reading this email and I saw something about we will give you a sneak peek at something. And the word in question is peek. And it was spelled incorrectly. But I'll let one of you try to figure that out and tell me mm. tell me what you think it might be. I, I'll give you a hint. It's either P-E-A-K or P-E-E-K, sneak peek. Hey, Janet. Hey, Janet. Hello, P-E-A-K. -P no, actually, it's P-E-E-K. Oh. When you're just peeking at something, it's P-E-E-K. But we appreciate your trying. That's the main thing to just try, try, try. Um, a peak. P-E-A-K would be like um, a mountain peak or um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what else it could be. I know there's more, more meanings than that. Can anybody else think of one? Peak. Oh, the temperature peaked, P-E-A-K-E-D, at 103 degrees. Mm. Hot, hot, hot. Ooh. All right. Anybody else in our police force that has anything? Hi, everybody. Well, they don't always find them, but no. um, but they they find they find some good ones. I'm always on the lookout. Me too. Wow. Yep. <laughs> it made you aware, huh, Cindy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I appreciate that participation. Let us now, um, we had started last week reviewing OUR and HOUR, hour and hour. So I will briefly go over the lesson that we had since we didn't have time to get to any sentences. So I'll go over it briefly. And um, mainly the thing to remember is that in just about every case, H-O-U-R means has something to do with time, you know, an hour, 60 minutes, things like that. Whereas O-U-R and O-U-R-S are possessive. So that's how we, that's how we think of those. But I'll just, I'll just go through here and, and give you a few examples. Um, we'll start with O-U-R means it's possessive, means belonging to us. We are living in our new home. Um, we also said that O-U-R can, be, can mean belonging to all people or people in general, such as our nearest planet is Venus. So our is not possessive in the true sense of the word, but it means that to all of us people in general on Earth, our nearest planet is Venus. Um, we also said that 
O-U-R is sometimes used sarcastically instead of your Y-O-U-R. Um, are our feet hurting? Maybe somebody's complaining about walking so long and, you know, they say that instead of, oh, are your feet hurting? Are our feet hurting? And then we said, um, of course, ours. And then we have um, ourselves, O-U-R-S-E-L-V-E-S. Like, um, that's not exactly possessive, but it certainly doesn't have anything to do with time. So it's O-U-R, like we saw ourselves in the mirror. We said that ourselves, O-U-R-S-E-L-V-E-S, can be used to emphasize we or us, like we ourselves played no part in this. And we said that ourselves can also mean without help. We'll just have to finish the job ourselves. And that's about all we had on O-U-R. Um, and then moving a little bit on to H-O-U-R, of course, we said 60 minutes and one of the um, 24 equal parts of a day, like I'll be ready in an hour. It um, An hour can be any of the points on the face of a watch or clock that indicates 60 minutes. And we talked about the hour hand on a clock or watch. I don't know if there's too many of them that aren't digital anymore, but I, I have a um, watch on my arm that still has hands. Um, and we said it's the smaller of the two hands. Um, we said that H-O-U-R can mean a customary or usual time. Like the dinner hour in our house is between five and six. Um, it can mean an appointed time, like at what hour do you open? We said that a person can keep late hours. Um, that means they go to bed late, H-O-U-R-S. We said that it can mean a particular time, like I wanted to help them in their hour of need, H-O-U-R. We said it can be used in um, sentences like that was their finest hour. Um, we said that H-O-U-R can mean the distance covered in an H-O-U-R, like we live an hour from the city. So we live an hour away and that's the distance to the city. That's the distance we can cover in an hour, the distance to the city. Um, we said that hours, H-O-U-R-S, can mean a customary period of time for certain activity, like what are the banking hours at the Chase branch on Jefferson? Um, we said that hours can be used in a sentence where we're talking about a 24-hour clock. Like 1,730 hours means 5.30 p.m. And of course, it's just used, hour is used in a lot of different sentences, you know, half hour. Uh, quarter past the hour. Um, as Ibrahim said, um, top of the hour, bottom of the hour, long hours. Um, let's see. I lost my place. I hate when I do that. Okay, I'm back. Um, let's see. Um, hour. 
Oh, on the hour, we have that phrase. Um, four hours, hours and hours. Um, and that's, that's basically the main ones, um, the wee hours. So it's just mainly a matter of looking for time involvement. And then it will most likely be H-O-U-R. So with that, let us get to some sentences here. I've got quite a few of them. All right. Raise your hand if you can answer this. It is now quarter past the hour. Damn it. Go ahead, Janet. All right, Janet. You are muted. H-O-U-R. Yes, indeed. Do you know why? What is it? Do it's I know right. why? Because it said quarter past. Yes, it involves past time. past the hours. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Janet. That was very good. What about this? I've been waiting for this delivery for hours. Mm. All right, Miss Kelsey. Come on, Diane. All right. Hey, Diane. Welcome. Are you I'm muted, Miss Diane? Again? Sure. I've been waiting for this delivery for hours. Hours. H-O-U-R-S. Yes. For a very long time. Thank you, Diane. Um. Are our feelings hurt because things didn't go our way? We have our twice in here. I'll give you a hint. They're both the same. There you have four hands up. Oh, good. Okay, Nora. Okay, Nora. Okay. O-U-R and O-U-R. That's right. Our feelings, they belong to us. Our way. Our way, that belongs to us, too. And it was used in a sarcastic way instead of, are your feelings hurt because things didn't go your way? Mm -hmm. All right, here's another one. You can get help from the professor during his office hours. Oh, Chanel went out. Okay. Um. No, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you hadn't lowered it, so. Oh, no. Okay. I just... You want them to lower them? No, I, I'll do it, but I just saw her hand go up. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No problem. Because I thought it had been lowered. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. So do you All want right. up or down, Chanel? I want up, please. Okay. okay go. You can get help from the professor turn. during his office okay, hours. Okay. Sorry. It's H-O-U-R, hours. Yes, it is. It's a, a time of day. Mm -hmm. A certain time of day. All right. How much does it cost for per how much does it cost per hour to rent the private room in the restaurant? How much does it Melissa. cost per hour? Yes, Melissa. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Oh good. Okay. I'm kind of far away from the phone. Um you sound good. It would be H O U R because we're talking about time yes and we are time it has the h in there not just o u r because it's not possessive that's right 
Thank you, Melissa. Yes, Dad was proud of our accomplishments. Listen. All right. Oh, was that me? Yeah, you. Okay. All right. Well, I I didn't raise my hand for this one, but it I was I up. I don't know how I got it. It was up. But if you want to oh, dance, yeah, it was up earlier. No, but now I forgot. What you need question. to What you need to do is to like after every sentence, I'll give you time to lower them all. I do, what I do is I I just see your name, my name, and your name, and then all of a sudden, all those names went up at the same time. But oh, okay. Then, yeah, so this is called Zoom. So you know. All right. What about so right now is my Allison, and because she's talking unmuted, it um, uh, she's there between you and me. She's All right. Oh, okay. Between All us. Right. Yeah. I see. Do you want to answer that, Allison? Dad. Go ahead, Allison. Sure, but I forgot the question. I'm sorry. What? Oh, that's okay. Dad was proud of our accomplishments. Oh, that would be O-U-R. Yes, our accomplishments. Thanks, Allison. Possessive. Okay, now all the hands should be lowered. Yeah, they're all, yes, they were down. Okay. As soon as I called her, I lowered it. <clears throat> okay. We will change activities at the top of the hour. Ooh. Hey, everybody, come on. Allison. Allison. <laughs> Okay, that would be H O U R because it's time yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Very good. The, the top mm -hmm. of the hour <laughs> related to time. Thank you, Allison. Oh, what about this one? Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. That one has two in it hourglass and our lives. I don't know if y'all have ever heard four that hands on, up. on that show. Okay. Area code 502 ending in 129. Oh, that sounds like a Kentucky's. Um, it sure does. It's, it's Deb Lewis. Hey, Hi, Deb. Deb. How are you? It's good. How are you, Mary? Fine. The, the uh, answer to the question is H-O-U-R class. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the other part was H. Oh, it was, uh, the other part was O. You are. Excellent. Yes. No the hourglass no is a compound word, H-O-U-R-G-L-A-S-S. -S. And our lives, that's showing possessive, possession. So that is O-U-R. All right. The house is now ours. Ooh, okay. Nora. Yes, Nora. Hi. H-O-R. I mean, I'm sorry, O-U-R-S. O-U-R-S, that is correct. It's showing possession. All right. All right. What about, what does it mean when the hour hand on the clock points to seven? So we're talking about the hour hand. Hey, Janet, right? Yes, Janet. Oh, H O U H O U R H A N D, our hand. 
Yes, except they are two separate words. Oh, they're two separate words? Oh, okay. Yes, they have a space between them, but, oh, but you okay. are correct. Yes, H-O-U-R. That's right, because it's talking about time. Yep. Thank yep. you very much. You're welcome. All right. I think we'll stop here, and I'll save some. Um, we'll, do, we'll do a few more next week, and um, so I'll save some for then, and depending on how many we have left, I'll I'll save some for um, a possible homophone B. You do okay. have one other hand up, unless you okay. Want. Who do we have? Allison. Yes, Allison. Um, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Well, your okay. hand. It was up, but I saw it pop up. I don't know why. I didn't raise it, but okay. You know what? It's gonna be Zoom. Could you know, be. sorry. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, that's okay. All right. Let's go on to some new material today. And today I've got another pair of homophones. We have Tear, T E A R, and Tear, T I E R. So let's see what that's all about. Let us start with. Tear, T-E-A-R. Well, you know what a tear is. It's a, a drop of that clear, salty liquid secreted by the eyes, um, such as, I won't shed a tear if you leave, or the coach's criticism left me in tears, T-E-A-R-S in that sentence. And then um, it can mean to for your eyes to become filled with tears, like um, the strong, this is a, a verb actually, the strong wind caused my eyes to tear, T-E-A-R. And then we have things like tear up, to have tears well in the eyes. At the funeral, the mourners began to tear up. Um, have you ever been bored to tears? T-E-A-R-S. I certainly have. Bored to tears. I hope it's not describing anybody in this class. Um, of course, we have the compound word teardrop, T-E-A-R-D-R-O-P. We can also have tears of joy or laughter, T-E-A-R-S. Um, we have the word tearful. Um, that's an adjective. She was very tearful, T-E-A-R-F-U-L. Oh, and here's one, tear gas. That's the kind of gas that can cause blinding tears um, that people use sometimes when someone scares them. They'll spray them with that tear gas. Uh, we can have tear stained. That's a hyphenated word, T-E-A-R hyphen, S-T-I-E. S-T-A-I-N-E-D, marked with tears, like a tear-stained face. Um, also, we have artificial tears. Um, artificial tears, some people use that to um, help them with dry eyes when they are not producing enough. Um, I don't know how many of you have heard of this. Have you heard of crocodile tears? I was always under the impression that that just meant big old tears but when i when i looked that up that's not what it means it it means an insincere 
display of grief, false tears, kind of like a hypocritical show of grief or emotion, very insincere. And they said that it comes from the old idea that a crocodile wept to lure victims. I thought that was really weird. Okay. Um, for example, the secretaries wept crocodile tears over the manager's dilemma, T-E-A-R-S, and that's two words, crocodile tears with a space between them. That means that they, they might have been weeping, but it was insincere. They didn't really care about the manager's dilemma at all, from what I understand, at least. All right. That is what I have for TEAR, T-E-A-R. Are there any comments or questions about that? Maybe you know of some other things about tears. Tear and Hey, Janet. Yes, Janet. Um, how would you do? Um, how would you um do um tear, like when people decorate cakes, they do teardrop cakes? Oh, we're we're getting ready to get to it. That's oh, the T I E R kind. Ah, okay. I always the tears. T E A R. You mean like like a like that cake has six tiers, like levels? Yes. That's T I E R. Oh, T I E R. Okay. Yes. That right. I did not know. Yes, Thank it you. is. We're going to talk about that. Anybody else with a question or a comment? Melissa. Yes, Melissa. Yes. Um, so oftentimes um, when, when you watch a movie and it's audio described, you'll hear the narrator say um, she has she she's um, drying her tear streaked face. Yeah. Tear streaked. That's another good one. Tear streaked. Yes. yes hyphenated. I just wrote that down. Yeah, it's hyphenated, too. Yeah, I wrote that down. You might see that in a sentence soon. I often take these ideas and put them into a sentence. Yes, that's T-E-A-R hyphen, S-T-R-E-A-K-E-D. Very good one, Melissa. Okay. Yes, Diane, we have two more hands if you want to keep yes, going. Yes, ma'am. I, I will take them. Hey, Diane. Diane. Kelsey. Come on, Scousy. Unmute. Unmute. She's on her phone. Oh, okay, I think I finally found there the you There you go. There you go. Um, now, you know, of course, the word T-E-A-R, there's another word, T-E-A-R, which is pronounced tear. Yes. Which means, you know, like to rip something. That's right. Um, I'm wondering if there is a term or, you know, what term would describe words like that? That is, in fact, I was looking at that just today. So let me, let me pull up that, that info here. Okay. Words like that are actually called homographs. They're ah. words that are spelled identically like tear t-e-a-r and tear t-e-a-r 
but they may or may not share a pronunciation. Things such as S-O-W, meaning like the pronounced so, meaning to scatter seeds. And then there's also S-O-W, pronounced sow, meaning a pig. So things like so and sow and um, uh, tear and tear. And also another one um, that we we studied a little earlier, a few months back, and I don't know if I mentioned homographs, I may have in relation to this, but remember when we studied L-E-A-D, lead, and L-E-A-D, lead? Yeah. Um, now, we're not talking about L-E-D here. That's, that's not figuring into this equation. But L-E-A-D, lead, and L-E-A-D, lead are also homographs. Um, they are spelled exactly the same, but they have different meanings. And they, they, it says they may or may not share a pronunciation. So we have like L-E-A-D lead, the metal, you know, like lead in our pencils. And then we have L-E-A-D lead, like, will you lead me across the street? Those are homographs. And I found another example. There is W-I-N-D. It can be wind, like the wind outside that's blowing, or it can be wind, like don't forget to wind the clock, W-I-N-D as well. So those are, um, those are called homographs. And sometimes, you know, just depending, I've got this app that I use with all these dictionaries in it. Um, and sometimes, you know, different dictionaries within that app describe these homophones and homographs and homonyms and all that stuff differently. So I have a feeling that the world out there isn't real sure of the differences between all of these things. And um, I don't mind explaining what I find. I'm glad to do that. But I think that we're going to have to have to come up with the idea that the, the most important thing to remember about these things is let's just know how to use them correctly and, you know, not be, not be extremely worried about what kind of word they are. Because <laughs> depending on the day, if you, if you ask me, I may or not, I may or may not remember how they go. Um, but it, it is interesting to look at all the, those things. I enjoy, you know, I enjoy that. Um, but anyway, yes, that, that um, tear and tear, those are, those are homographs. Okay, so thank I hope, you. hope that helps. And um, do we have, have any other questions before I go on to T-I-E-R? Yes, ma'am. Yes, you ma'am. have two hands up and let's go to a newbie, Marsha. Oh, hello, Marsha. Welcome. Uh, when, you, when you were doing homographs, I realized that when my PC reads something, it will it will say red, and I'm saying that's wrong. Yes, so that's another homograph, is it? Is it not? I believe it is. Read and red. Uh huh. Yeah. 
read and then you know um read i i i read a book last night r-e-a-d and i often read r-e-a-d i would think those are homographs and then of course each of those has a homophone component like um read r-e-a-d um you can also have read r-e-e-d like a reed swaying in the wind. Um, like in the water in the swamp. Yeah, yeah. And so those are homophones because they're, they're pronounced the same, but they're spelled differently and mean different things. And then read, R-E-A-D, like I read a book, that has homophone, R-E-D, the color. So those right. are homophones. It's, it's really crazy. I mean, we just have so many so many strange words in this language. And I know all the languages have that kind of thing, but these are really, really interesting. I was trying to figure out how to raise my hand and catch you while you were in this. And you said there was a homograph with wind and I didn't get the other one. Yes, it's wind, W-I-N-D and wind, uh, W-I-N-D. Okay. They're spelled the same, but they... They have different sounds, and of course, they mean different things. I would never put those two together. Thank you. I know. Well, I, I found them in the dictionary. <laughs> I didn't put oh, okay. them together either, and I'm sure there are <laughs> many other examples. I, you know, but right. um, luckily, I was able to find quite a few of them in the dictionary. <laughs> okay. Did you say? Did you say we had another hand, Cindy? Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay, Nora. Yes, Nora. Yeah, hi. No question, but I have a. A common, uh, okay. teardrop, T-E-A-R, drop, space drop, like teardrops coming out of your eyes. Yes, I've most often seen it as a pound word, T-E-A-R-D-R-O-P, without a space. But yeah. I'm sure that it's probably shown sometimes either way. Yeah. A lot of these words are, and it's it's really hard to know whether they're compound with no space, whether they have a space between them, or maybe... They have a hyphen like, um, like you know, tear stained or tear streaked or things like that. Those have hyphens. Yep. That's right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right, Miss Cindy, anything else? No, ma'am. Okay. But you know what well, happens soon if you say no, somebody raises their hand. <laughs> yeah, that does happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we will move on to our other tier, our homophone tier. That's T-I-E-R. And um, it can be used as a noun, like um, one of a set of rows, one above and behind the other. Like you can think of theater seats. The stadium has four tiers of seats or that's T-I-E-R-S, or their seats are on the third tier, T-I-E-R, a level or row, just depending on what you're talking about. Um, it can be a layer, like we were talking about a little earlier that somebody brought up, the, um, a wedding cake with six tiers, T-I-E-R-S. Or it can also, T-I-E-R can be used as a verb, um, like to arrange something into tears or for something to rise in tears, like 
you can actually tear and cake, T-I-E-R. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that probably, but it is correct. It's arranging something in tiers. Or you can say balconies that tear word. They rise ears, they upward, I-E-R. So we've got that. And that's all I found for tear in all my dictionaries on my dictionary app. Does anybody have any comments or questions that I possibly can answer? Come on, everybody. Well, they might, I, I might have explained it so well, they don't, they don't have That's anything to say. That's what I was going to say. You're so good. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Sometimes I confuse myself. All right. Well, I've got plenty of sentences here for us to, to look at. So let's see how we do with these. Okay. So we're going between tier, T-E-A-R, and tier, T-I-E-R. So what about this one? The high school ranked in the bottom tier of the list of good schools in the state. It ranked in the bottom tier. It wasn't a very good school. Okay, Allison. All right. Yes, Allison. T-I-E-R. Yes, ma'am. Yes, it's a hmm. it's a tier of they have a tier with the good schools and the so-so schools and this was this was in the bottom tier so it's not too good. Hmm. Thank you, Allison. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. What about this book bore me to tears? You ever read a book like that? I have. Hey Deb. Yes, Deb. Am I unmuted? There we go. Um, T-E-A-R. T-E-A-R, yes. It bored me to tears. I could have just cried. It was so boring. I especially, I mean, I, I occasionally come across one like that now, but I can especially remember some books in college that just, oh gosh, they were so oh. boring. Well, All right. Works. So our next one, since the crime was severe, the criminal was considered a tier three suspect. Here's another first timer today. Oh, good. Marcy. Hey, Marcy. Hello there. How are you? I'm good. I shared those books you gave me last week. I know. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I would say tier, T-I-E-R level. That's right. That's right. The crime was severe, so that he the um, criminal was considered a tier three suspect. Yes, that's correct. All right. He was probably high on the list. Thank you so much, Marcy. Glad you came today, too. All right. We've got, we always sat in the top tier of seats. We have two hands up. Okay, Miss Nora. Yes, Nora. T-I-E-R. That is correct. We sat in the top tier of seats. We were way up there. Thank yep. you, Nora. Thank you. Now we've got politicians shed crocodile tears 
over the plight of the unemployed. Huh? She lowered her hand, and I don't know why. Okay, Miss Scalzi. Yes, Miss Scalzi. Hey, Diane. You must unmute. Did you call on me? Yeah, because your paw was up. I mean, your hand was up. Okay. Um. Yes, it was. Um. Tear. T e a r t e a r s. Yes, that's correct. The politicians shed crocodile tears over the plight of the <laughs> unemployed. They were hypocritical. They didn't. They really weren't sorry. They just. I gotta go. You do. <laughs> yeah. See you guys later. Bye. Well, thank you for coming, and I appreciate your participation. Yep. All right. See you Saturday. Um, then we've got his story brought tears to her eyes. Hey, Eric. Another thirsty today. Oh, hey, Eric. Go ahead, Eric. You're muted, you Eric. You must unmute. He is. Or. Say it again, please. D-E-A-R. That's correct. Yes. His story brought tears to her eyes, made her cry. Thank you, Eric. Glad you're here today. Um, the lower tier has 10,000 seats. Chanel. Yeah, T-I-E-R. Yes. It's the level. The lower level has 10,000 seats. Thank you, Chanel. Then we've got, I saw teardrops on his cheeks. Oh. All right, Deb. Lucky Deb. Yes, Deb. T-E-A-R. T-E-A-R. R-D-R-O-P-S, all one word. Very good. Teardrops. Thank you. He had a tear-stained or tear-streaked face. All right. Thank you. And then we've got, um, she was in tears over the broken doll. Wow. Uh -huh. Come on, everybody. Hey, Allison. Okay, right. that, that's T-E-A-R-S. Yes, yes, that's correct. T-E-A-R-S. She was crying over her broken doll. All right. Oh. And oh. then we have, let's see. Oh, I lost my place. All you have to do is press one little button wrong, and there you go. Okay, mm -hmm. here's one. Her many years of experience put her in the top tier of the salary chart. Mm. She's in the top tier. Hey, Miss Nora. T-I-E-R. 
Yes, T-I-E-R. She was, because of all her experience, she was in the top tier and she therefore made more money than a lot of other people. All mm-hmm. right. So I'll stop there with that and I will mark my place here and save this file and I'll cover a little bit more. Um, We were talking earlier about um, homographs, the um, tear, I'm I'm sorry, tear, T-E-A-R, and tear, T-E-A-R. And there's also for T-E-A-R tear, there's also a homophone, which is T-A-R-E. And I was asked to cover, cover all of these words we're doing today by a prior request. So we will do that. We will talk about both of these. So let's start on these. Um, this will be Tear and tear, T-E-A-R and T-A-R-E. All right. So those are homophones. So you know that T-E-A-R can be a verb that means um, make a hole or a split in something. I I saw her tear a hole in her new dress. You can pull something apart. I saw him tear the pipe from the wall. T-E-A-R. You can cause something to be pulled apart unintentionally, like be careful not to tear your pants on the barbed wire. That's T-E-A-R. You wouldn't maybe do it intentionally, but it could happen. Then um, you can also tear the skin, T-E-A-R, like in a laceration, you know, with an irregular Tear, T-E-A-R. You can use tear, T-E-A-R, to mean to rush headlong. Did you see him tear off down the road? He was just rushing away, really going after it there. Um, You can have tear, T-E-A-R, mean to distress greatly. Their plight tears at my heart. T-E-A-R-S. It means that just thinking about their plight causes me great distress. T-E-A-R. Tear can mean snatch violently. Don't tear the book from my hands. T-E-A-R. Just snatch it away. You didn't exactly tear it as in ripping it, but you, you just grabbed it. And we call that tearing it, tearing it away from your hands. Then we can have tear into, like attack viciously. Um, That's two words, T-E-A-R space I-N-T-O. Look at the dog tearing into that piece of meat, T-E-A-R-I-N-G. We can also have tear away, two words, T-E-A-R space A-W-A-Y. It can mean to remove yourself reluctantly. Like the lecture was so exciting 
that I couldn't tear myself away. That homophones class was so exciting. I couldn't tear myself away or it was so boring. I couldn't wait to tear myself away. Then we have um, tear down and there's a few different ways that tear down can be used. It can mean to demolish. The crew will tear down those old tenements, T-E-A-R. It tear down can mean to take apart or disassemble. Like if you tear down an engine, so that's T-E-A-R. Tear up can mean tear to pieces or an opening in like it was necessary to tear up the sidewalk to add a drain. That's T-E-A-R. And we've got the phrase on a tear. That's three separate words. T-E-A-R means in a state of intense, sustained activity. After the Olympics, he went on a tear, winning 12 of his next teen marathons. T-E-A-R. Um, on a tear is also often used um, to mean an occasion for excessive eating or drinking. They went on a tear that lasted three days. T-E-A-R, tear. Um, of course, tear can also, well, we've already used it as a noun in some sentences. The shirt has a small tear. Um, wear and tear. You're putting a lot of wear and tear on your clothes. That's three separate words, W-E-A-R space A-N-D space T-E-A-R. So we have that. Um, tear to bits. That's a phrase we hear, T-E-A-R. Um, to tear one's hair. I've heard of this before. I usually hear them say, oh, I could just tear my hair out. It means to be in despair and be impatient and frustrated, like their inefficiency, their inefficiency makes me tear my hair. So that's that one. Um, well, Mary, I, in five yes. minutes and okay. forty seconds, we're going to tear away from this Zoom. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I will not allow such a thing. I was trying to figure out how to work the word into the <laughs> time being. That was very good, very creative. You're going you're gonna to tear me away from the Zoom whether I want to be torn away or not? That's right, because Herbie will put the whammy on us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We do have to be careful, don't we? That mean old Herbie. So, um, but yeah, T-E-A-R, we will have to tear ourselves away reluctantly from the call. Well, I'm not going to go over T-A-R-E today. Um, next week, we'll have um, a few more sentences with the hour and hour. And with the tear and tear, and I'll briefly review tear, T-E-A-R, and I'll go over briefly T-A-R-E, and then we'll, we'll talk about those a little bit, and then we'll see, see what else I can come up with. Um, I wanted to see if some of you would like to help me. I would like to do um, another homophone B in the next couple of Oh, a couple, three weeks, next month or so, whatever. And um, of course, I'll be, I'll be um, composing some sentences to go with that. But if you would like 
to compose some sentences to um, help me out with that, as well as challenge your homophones classmates. I would be most appreciative of that. Um, you can email them to me if you have my email address. Um, otherwise, you can contact me via community at acb.org. Um, I'd love to love to have some of your sentences. Um, of course, you know, I will I will edit them if I need to, but um, but I, I would be happy to happy to have some of them. so if you would like to to contribute to my pile of sentences, if you if you need um, a list of all the homophones we've covered so far, um, contact me via community and I'll be happy to provide you with that if that will help you out. Um, you can use one homophone per sentence. You can put a few of them in there, and um, I will I will see what if anything you come up with. But I will I will have some sentences of my own anyway. But I would I would sure sure appreciate the help. So with Janelle that, has her hand up. Okay. If we help you come up with sentences, are we still able to play the game or are we kind of just sitting out and uh, oh, no. judging? Or the no, I'll let, I'll let you play. I'll, um, I'll make sure that you, I'll try to make sure you don't get one of your own. Right. I can't, can't guarantee that, but no, no, I want you to play. Definitely. All right. I will, well, I, I will try. have, I will have who they, you know, who they're by, by them so that, you know, I can kind of kind of steer the person that made them up away from them. But no, I want, I want everybody to play and, you know, we'll play like we did last time. We'll play um, several rounds and um, there'll be a, a prize, probably a, a gift card. And uh, um, so if we, when we start playing the homophone B, um, be sure to come to us. I mean, I'd, I'd like you to come to all the classes, but if you want to win the homophone B and have a good chance, try to come to all of the classes where we actually do that so that you'll have the best chance. Cause we take the cumulative scores. Last time we, we played on three separate days, not right in a row, not, not every week, but we played on three separate days. And then we took the everybody's cumulative scores at the end and the ones that had the highest ones um, got a prize. So do you have an easy list of Marcy? emailed you before and I would love to help you. Could you send me the words by email? I sure can, Marcy. Excellent. I would be happy to. And Chanel? Hear yeah, I was just going to say if the list was easy, I'd hate for you to have to, oh, you know, no, take, no, do work no, writing it all up. But that's no I, problem that would all. be helpful. I've got your email too. So I will, I will send that to you and um, I'd be happy to do that. No, I've got them. I've got them pretty much um, all in one place. So it won't, it won't be any big deal. I'll be happy to do that because, I mean, gosh, I don't know how many pairs or groups we've covered, but it's been a lot. All right. Well, I better better let Herbie and Cindy go, but um, I know they hate to tear themselves away from us, but I guess we, we will tear up in a minute. Yeah, she'll be tearing up. <laughs> yeah, but we thank, we thank all of y'all for coming, um, Herbie and, and Cindy and all the all the members of the class and I hope to see everyone next week too. And thanks so much for your participation.